nerds. This is the Pretty Nerds Podcast. Let's get into it. Now point your fingers up to the sky and pop through your nose way up high. Spin and dip and jump and gurport and finish it off with a laugh and snort. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back to the Pretty Nerds Podcast. This is your girl Fallon Deanne. And this is your girl Nay. Are you how are you enjoying what we're in the first week of summer? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, you know me. You know this is my time. I love the summertime. I'm not one of those people who complain about the heat because I love it. So summertime is my actual favorite time of the year because I hate the cold. <laughs> hate it, hate it, hate it with the passion. So outside of that, for me, I'm enjoying it. I love it. Um, I haven't been able to get much sun though, just because we've been having weird weather um we've been having like some rain thunderstorm pop-ups and so but nonetheless good on my end what about you um same here um no complaints for me i know people like it's too hot yeah i really just don't care to be honest the only complaint i get is flies and mosquitoes other than it yeah they are back with a vengeance <laughs> listen that was like COVID had y'all in last year. We didn't get much of you, but come on. Yeah. Especially the flies, though. Jeez. Yeah. Agree. I'm telling you, I, I think really in all honesty, because so many of us were locked in the house last, last year, it's like all of the bugs and stuff like that we just didn't have to deal with. But now it's just like, oh, so y'all little fuckers is just out, <laughs> out here. Terrorizing, girl. Anywho. All right. So let's go ahead and jump into this week's hot topics. Um, We can start with the quick hitters. Cardi B announced at the BET Awards. It had already been speculated. Most people kind of knew they were just waiting on her to confirm it. But she confirmed that she's pregnant with baby number two. Congratulations to her and Offset. Culture's cute, gorgeous little baby. So I'm sure this new one will be just as cute and adorable. Also, Safari and Erica Mena, they had their second baby. Um, I want to say over the weekend. Was it over the weekend? I don't know when those pictures popped up. I don't know. What has been over the weekend? Because they just popped up like a couple of days ago. Yeah. A couple of days. So, I don't know. But congratulations to them. Um, it's a baby boy, obviously, because he was talking about it's his little junior, his <laughs> whatever. Congratulations on their end. Um, I know that they were going through some times, so hopefully they're able to at least co-parent beautifully. Obviously, she made a decision to at least allow him to come to the um, the delivery, to the delivery. So, I mean, maybe she's just like trying to put in the effort to to make sure that they can co-parent. Either way, I mean, I, I wouldn't have blamed her if she wouldn't have let him come. You know, because obviously she gave him birth. She don't need to be stressed in any type of way. But nonetheless, she she did allow him to be there when she gave birth. So congratulations to them. Yeah, that's the same way. Like, yeah, that's what she's saying. Hopefully he don't say no bullshit like he did last. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's my whole thing. That's why I wouldn't have blamed her had she left his ass. And, nope, you can't come because you're not going to stress me. <laughs> all right so let's jump into we can get a couple laughs um before we get into the serious stuff 
It was announced that Bobby Brown and Keith Sweat are doing a versus. What are your thoughts? Because I got thoughts. I just don't. It's it's more like the Eve and Trina versus like it, it don't work well for me. It's just like I don't want to hear Keith Sweat cry babies. Like he wants. And I'm like Bobby Brown, like I like him. I think he gonna like he's definitely the winner for me, but I just don't, it's just not a good matchup for me. I'm like maybe somebody else, but just not them two. Maybe they were the only two available from that. I don't know. No, not at all. And I just hate Keith Sweat voice because of the radio. Oh, girl. But I <laughs> my my take on it is is that I don't know how it matches up in that. And and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong. What hits that Bobby or Bobby gonna pull outside of New Edition? My prerogative. True, true. Listen, I'm just gonna be honest. I mean, I'm being completely honest. If if they're supposed to be pulling out of their catalog, if you if you take away New Edition, what what else can Bobby pull? Because that's the only thing I had in my head that would make him a winner is this. And all the songs that I'm thinking about are... New edition, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Outside of my prerogative. Um, yeah. Maybe this ain't going to be the battle for us millennials. I don't know. Yeah. Every, uh, what is every little step I take, maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Because that's what I'm saying. If you, And then if you take it and compare that to Keith's resume, Keith... Despite what people may say, like there may not be people who love Keith, but Keith Sweat got catalog. You know what I'm saying? He got catalog on top of catalog on top. He can pull from so many different sources. And don't, and if, and, and my thing is, the reason I would say what Keith is going to win is because the only way, in my opinion, that Bobby can compete is if they allow Bobby to pull new edition records. And if they're going to allow Bobby to use new edition records, then that means that they can allow Keith to use LSG records. And if they allow that, then I'm sorry. That's a wash to me. But you can play for LSG, you just play my body and be like, this, this is it. And that's a wash. So. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, oh, now that you said that, because I'm like, Thinking about all the songs I'm thinking about for my brown like yeah, them new edition songs. And I didn't even think about every little step I take or uh, every little step. It was just my prerogative that I could think of that's just his for me. Yeah, I mm. See, that's what I'm saying. So I don't know. That's why when I saw the matchup, I was like, one, I didn't get it. And two, I was like, how are y'all calling Bobby the clear wash here? What? I said, y'all must really not know Keith's resume. Like, I was like, just look at the hits that he gets to pull from compared to Bobby Brown. Like I said, the only way that Bobby Brown could stack up is they got to allow him to use new edition records. And if you allow him to use new edition, that means you can allow Keith to use anything that he's, you know what I'm saying? So he can use LSG. Imagine if he could pull from records that he wrote on and just had like a small little feature in the back. Shit. I'm just saying, because a lot of them little hits from the 90s, Keith wrote that. So yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just, I don't get how it, I don't get how it stack up. I'm confused. I think maybe a lot of people had what I had in mind, like thinking of Bible Round in terms of new edition, but it's like, 
Oh, see. And my dis dying for Keith. So like I said, it's purely just from him talking on the radio. Like I hate his foot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. But that, that's what I'm saying. Because like if you think about it, even if you just take even if you just take the the Keith Sweat voice out of it, yeah, let him pull some LSG records. Cause my Gerald God. Levert was Dutch. Mine. <laughs> Listen, like that's what I'm saying. Like my body, I just like, yep, I'm gone here, rap you coming up to like top position. And even when you think about Keith Sweat, it's like once he played nobody, this like that's what Bobby Brown gonna play after this. It's a what? That's what I'm telling you. That's why I don't even. I don't I don't understand the comparison. Like I was confused on the Trina and Eve thing, but at the same time, like I get it. There's not a lot to pull in the female MC world. Which, by the way, I feel like that's why I feel like it it would be more groundbreaking to me if we saw instead of just female MCs against female MCs or male MCs against them, that we got to see some actual battles in between like we get to see a female versus a male but who am i because i just i'm with you i didn't see the the matchup but when they did it wasn't a terrible versus but with this yeah, you don't want terrible but it's just like eve did it for me <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying like i like don't get me wrong i like trina but eve to me is just a different tier of rapper compared to to Trina, you know what I mean, like, and I, and that's no shade to Trina. I like Trina, but she do records that if I'm in a club, I want to hear. But like, if I compare that to with Eve, Eve just her flow different. Like it's yeah. So what do you think about Kim saying she would do a versus with Nikki? Do you want my honest opinion? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that she said it and didn't mean that. I think that she said it to kind of to to make it the same thing that they always do with Nikki to make it seem like it's Nikki who's the problem. But we all know Kim has Kim has a true disdain and dislike for Nicki Minaj. Like it's never been a secret. She has a true disdain and dislike for her. Like she do not like her as a person. So how do you go from Literally, anytime her name is mentioned, don't mention her in the same category as me. Don't speak to wanting to do a versus with her. Like, it doesn't, the stars ain't aligned and it don't add up. But it just seems like Nikki's had a little bit of momentum lately where people have kind of been coming back to the Nikki, you know, and she hasn't been as problematic. So they've been, you know, she's got a little bit of. A little bit of momentum you see people wanting to you know fuck with her again and things like that so it's just like what's the perfect way to kind of bring up all dredge up all of that mess again oh well kim wants to do a versus with you and if if nikki at any point says no nah, i ain't gonna do it or i don't want to do it then people are gonna be like oh she's scared she don't want to go against kim kim and them is right she don't ever want to work with other females she's been the problem the whole time she don't want to squ- you see what i'm saying how how easy is it to change the narrative with just one sentiment? And I think it goes back to this. Like when I first saw it, I was like, but y'all in two different generations, though. Why not anybody else? Why Nikki? Like, it's just weird. Yeah. That you would like, think you would say Foxy, right? Wouldn't that right. make sense? 
Right. And it's like you are dubbed like Nikki is dubbed like this generation Kim. So why would you go against? I ain't gonna say like a protege because, yeah, but that's kind of like the only word that I could think of. But I just, I don't know, like at the same time, like I don't understand her hate for Nikki because I'm like, she's always gave you your, your due. She's always gave you your respect. She never talked bad on you. Not even like subliminals or like stuff on Twitter. So I just don't understand the beef. And I'm like, where you had to know that somebody was going to come behind you and make a path. Like, I, don't, I just, I don't know. She's just weird. Yeah. we'll see we'll see what comes of it i don't think anything will come of it because in all honesty like i said i feel like it was more of a ploy than anything else to just try to say oh but nikki duck at me but when in actuality like i said it would have made more sense for you to call out foxy because mm-hmm. you and foxy have had this rivalry for a gajillion years um it said that that shootout was the reason that that was why you was locked up. So, you know what I mean? Like y'all had this real legitimate argument, this a real legitimate beef. Like it would have made more sense. Similar to how Gucci and um Jeezy. and Jeezy did their verses. Like it would have made more sense to see you and Foxy than it does you and Nikki. Cause honestly, it like I said, it just to me, it reads a ploy. Unless it actually happens, it just reads to me like you said her name because you expected people would expect that you wouldn't say it. And now it's like balls in Nikki's court. Because if Nikki turned it down or if Nikki don't agree to it in any shape or form, it's always going to be, well, Nikki was scared. Nikki was ducking. Nikki didn't want, you know what I mean? Like, that's what it's going to come back to. Oh, wow. I want to see it, though. Like, yeah. I mean, if it happened, it would be a good, it would be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fine. And still, I, still, I don't know how it worked though because I just I mean I don't know how it worked because it's like two different errors two different yeah. two different sounds like and you know that people are just going to give it to they're not going to be honest about it they'll, they'll give it to Kim just off of nostalgia yeah. no. so that's why that's why I don't like when two different generations battle because I feel like in all, in all honesty, you stack in the deck for the older, the older act because the majority of people are just going to give them the win off of nostalgia. That's why I prefer when actual people who were out during the same time and, and had, you know, success during the same time compete against each other because then it's like, okay, now we can be legitimate because at, we was listening to both of y'all records during that time. So now it's, it feels more legit. That makes sense. I don't know. All right. So let's talk. Let's jump into the bigger topics that have come out. We'll start with the huge announcement that just kind of broke news. The NCAA will allow athletes starting on Thursday. They will allow athletes to make money off of endorsement and other ventures. What are your thoughts? I'm excited for them. I think it should have been a thing and I think this will open up a lot of more opportunities for a lot of those players where NBA is not the end all be all you know what I'm saying like hey I made money in college so if I don't make it to the NBA I still have a nice start like it's a boost and it's not free labor like I never understood that it's like you don't want them to work or 
they can't work a certain amount of hours because they play and you know with practice and all this shit they can't hold a job but at the same time you don't want to pay them and then you restrict them on certain things that they can and cannot take so I'm definitely like excited for all of the young men and women I just hope that women receive equal compensation so that's my own that's <laughs> only that's always been my only drawback that has always been my only drawback I do not feel like women will be will get the same shape you know what I mean mm-hmm. shame shake as males that's my only that's always been my only issue with the NCA. I said that was the biggest one or the biggest hurdle, in my opinion, that they had to figure out is how to make it fair for women athletes to receive the same type of compensation. Yeah, I just feel like with endorsement deals, if you don't, I do think it should be regulated there. Be like, if you're going to give a male this endorsement deal and it's for the same company, then if you're endorsing a female, then it should be the same number. Yeah. Yeah, but you and I both know it won't be. Yeah, because all oh, males are more popular. Yeah, because that's what the fuck y'all make more popular. Like, check the fuck up. Exactly. But nonetheless, like you said, I'm happy as well. I'm happy for them. I'm happy that they'll get get some type of compensation um, the right way. Um, because, I mean, they, a lot of them are getting some under the table stuff. And I feel like that was costing them a lot as well, as well as some of these coaches and boosters and things like that who are getting drunk, you know, drug under the bus, especially the black ones anyway, um, who are getting dragged under the bus um, because they were paying these guys under the table when in all honesty, it was just the right thing to do. They should have been getting money. They should, it shouldn't have had to be under the table. So hopefully that'll alleviate some of that. And like you said, I hope that it gives some of these folks who, who let's be honest, you and I both know not everybody who does college sports is cut out for or is going to make pro sports. Yep. So hopefully it gives also gives them some sort of idea of what their market really is. Because I think a lot of times when you're a top athlete in a college program or something like you feel like you're a king of the campus or queen of the campus and you, you know, there's some ego in there. There's a little bit of ego. It's a little inflated. So I think that it'll give uh, some of them, because like you said, it's for endorsement. So for an, in order to earn an endorsement, you got to you gotta be out, bigger outside of just your college. You know what I mean? And so I hope it gives some of them a little bit of a sense like, you know what? Maybe my market ain't what I think it is. <laughs> Maybe I need to um, chill out. Be looking elsewhere, you know what I'm saying? Or being prepared, getting prepared just in case this doesn't pan out. Maybe I need a plan B. I'm excited. Like I said, I'm, and I think this will really help a lot of black players. Like, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And man, I just really, like I said, I, the only thing I, I've ever nervous about when it comes to sports is women. Like, yeah. they get the shaft. Like, did you see? And this is like a tangent. I saw that Mia Ham's Mia Ham's rookie card sold for like it wasn't even it was maybe close to fifty thousand dollars if that and that's the highest that any female athlete's rookie card has ever sold for. And I said, "Are you fucking kidding me? Fifty G's for her rookie? When Tom Brady's rookie card just went for like 
seven or eight million dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a good couple million dollars that Tom Brady's rookie card went for. And you have somebody like Mia Hamm, who's one of the icons in the soccer, female soccer world, like in her rookie card, barely scratches 50K. Right. It's just, oh, it's disheartening because it's like women put so much into it. And I saying that men don't, but we put so much sweat and hard work into it and we have to put more into it. To not even get like half of the pay of the reward. I mean, it just goes back to because, like, I don't know if you saw as well where they did the comparison of the locker rooms or like the workout rooms. Mm -hmm. So it's like just stuff like this, like, not small, like, you got male workout rooms with all this equipment, and then female is like, oh, you know, a couple of dumbbells and have at it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. A mess all across the board. But that's another tangent uh, that we can talk about at a, a later date. The definite disproportion of between female athletes and male athletes. But nonetheless, we are happy about this ruling that has finally been made. Um, the NCAA, after all the many years of pressure, is finally doing something right. So um, we'll see what that goes. As speaking of the right thing to do, um, the whole free Britney thing has been going on. So Britney Spears has kind of made headlines. Um, well, her conservatorship has really made headlines in terms of what's going on in that whole department. And, you know, people have made the whole free Britney documentaries and everything like that. So what are your thoughts on that whole movement or whole situation? Um I listened to like her testimony to the judge and I was like, I I know it, it's a lot more that goes into it, but I was like, at least from the allegations that are made, her father should be removed. Like, I don't understand how they're still able to be conservators and she's made those allegations where she's saying, hey, I don't want to work and they're making me work. And you see that she's working in Vegas and it's like, hey, I don't want to do this. I want to get married, but I can't get married. I don't want to take birth control, but they make me take birth control. I have an IUD. And it's like, she should definitely, I feel like she should have counsel that's not hired by her father, like a whole new team that's not hired by her father, and then go from there. I know she was saying like she didn't want to be evaluated. I was like, yeah, I don't know about that. But like, I just feel like just to keep it clean cut, her father and her family should be removed. Like there are no other conservators. Like, I don't know. I just, I, I don't like it. Um, I definitely hope that she's able to be removed from under that. I, that may be causing her more of, you know, mental distress than any other situation. Then, of course, you have the paparazzi. But, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm just wishing the best for her um, overall. Yeah. I think when I think about the Britney situation, I feel like there is that saying where they say that two things can be right at the same time comes into play. Because I feel like there are a lot of people out there who are pushing for her not to have a conservatorship at all. And... My only take on that is if you look at what a conservatorship really is 
and the true, you know, the true nature of what it should be or what her should have been. I don't see that it's necessarily a bad thing for her, considering that, I, I mean, let's be honest. I, I don't know about you, but I've questioned whether Britney Spears mentally has always been sound. You know what I'm saying? And I, I don't think that I'm the only one who's questioned that. And I feel like the thing that struck, one of the things that struck me in her testimony is why wouldn't you want to be evaluated? Because wouldn't that be the first step to say, this is why I don't need a conservatorship because I'm mentally fine and I can handle my own shit? Yeah. So I don't know. So that's that's the only piece of that. But outside of that, you are absolutely correct. Her family should have no involvement at all. And I don't understand why it's been such a complex process to have them removed out of this situation. Because you, if you think about it, like if we think about it just in regular people term, if any type of person, you know, makes an accusation or that somebody in their conservatorship or who's been, you know, even a power of you look at is I make you my power of return or this, you know, that you've been abusing me or that you have, you know, been taking advantage. I could have your ass removed at any time. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And it's so it's like, I don't understand why. With her and the same thing goes out to if her family wasn't doing some shady ass shit, and you see all of these acts, why wouldn't you? You know what? I'm just gonna step back and remove. I'm gonna let her hit, or I'm gonna ha have them hire whoever they feel to handle the conservatorship, whatever. I'm gonna take a step back because y'all not gonna keep blaming me for. You know what I'm saying? Right. Let you appoint somebody else. Let the judge appoint somebody else, and, and then I'll hand it over. Exactly. It shouldn't be this complex. Like she shouldn't, like you said, she shouldn't, if she don't want to work, she shouldn't have to work. If she want to have kids, if she want to get, like, that's not what a conservatorship was meant for. And so I just, I don't know. I don't like it all the way around. I hope, like you said, I'm, I'm hoping for the best for her. So who, now that I thought about it, who's her manager? Is he her dad as well? And so that's I'm like, you technically shouldn't be making money off of conservatorship. So that's what I was like when she was saying, like, you know, they make money. And I'm like, well, how the fuck are they making money from a conservatorship? And I'm like, it would make sense if he's her manager. Or something like that. That's why that's why their whole their hope. There's like pieces and bits and pieces that are confusing in that whole situation is just like. I just don't understand if if you're her family members or if you truly your hands is clean. I would have been said just talk, let somebody else do it because I'm not going to continue to have my name sullied. So let somebody else run it, or you know let her not have one. And but that that is my only that is my only like worst case scenario. So what happens if she doesn't have a conservatorship and shit starts to go downhill? Are we then going to have people, because I, I'll be completely honest, I then don't want to be like, have people, well, y'all let, y'all knew Britney was suffering mentally, and y'all should have helped her, because we've seen it, right? Um, when people have mental breakdowns, or they lose all their money, or something crazy happened, y'all should have helped them, y'all should have, da 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 y'all supposed to be friends, the industry took advantage of them. I mean, look what happened with DMX, that was the first things that people ran to. 
well, y'all, you know, Swiss and all them was his friends and they knew he had a drug problem. Why wasn't they helping him or pushing him to do rehab and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, well, X was a grown man. It was, you know what I'm saying? It's hard to, to make a grown man do something that he don't want to do. So I, that's my only kind of takeaway from that. If, if they pull it away and something, something does go down, you know what I'm saying? She ends up losing all her funds or she has a mental breakdown or something like that. Lord forbid, obviously we ain't wishing that on her, but if that does occur, then what then? You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to hear, cause I, cause I'm not sure. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I don't think that a true traditional, real conservatorship what it's supposed to be that she shouldn't have one. I'm not hundred percent sure on that, but obviously this form of whatever bullshit that she got going on right now with her family, not that yet. ain't a, cause that's, and that's what I think people don't understand. That's not a conservatorship. That is not what a conservatorship and, is meant to. And that's what I was saying is like, I still think she should be under a conservatorship because it's really just to help you make sound decisions. If you're not capable of it, it's, I think they have, is it a little more, I guess, latitude with like a power of attorney. So they're actually making, you don't have to be, I guess, how do I say it? Like with a power of attorney, you think like, oh, the person is sick, they can't do it. With a conservatorship, they don't necessarily have to be, you know, Alzheimer's or anything like that. It's just to help you make sound decisions. And that's, I still think that she needs it because I think she probably still has episodes. It may not be as frequent as what they used to be, but I do still think she has mental issues. And there's, not, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with somebody helping you navigate to make sound financial decisions. That's to make sure people are not taking advantage of you as well because that's exactly what her ex did. He took advantage of her. Big fat. Um, so I definitely think that she still needs it in place. Like what she was describing, I was like, it was horrible just to be like, listen, I don't want to work. Or, you know, she's saying, hey, I don't want to go to this therapist because um, she was saying that it was paparazzi out. She wants a therapist to come to her home. And I'm like, why is that an issue? If she has all of this money, because I think her estate is like, $60 million. So she has all this money. You mean to tell me you can't have a therapist that comes to her home? Exactly. Like that's to me, that's an easy ass fucking fix. There's no reason she was like, she does that to embarrass me. So it's just things like that where it's like, that's not an outlandish demand to say, hey, I don't want to go to a therapist. I want a therapist to come to me. Shit. That would even be for just a regular person. I mean, like, listen, bring them to me. Facts. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, it, to me, there's nothing like it's not an outlandish request. So it was just a lot of stuff that she was saying that she wanted to do that it's not outlandish. Or she was saying that, you know, when she complained about something, you know, like an easy fix, like maybe, you know, they gave her lithium and she didn't need it. Right. And I'm like, we have to also remember, I'm like, even when she went through her episodes, she never, like when I was reading the articles and stuff around it, she never tested positive for drugs. So she was never on drugs. She just had episodes. 
So, I mean, she honestly, she's always struck me, honestly, as someone who may be like bipolar. Yeah. Or uh, she really does give me like undiagnosed bipolar teas, but you never know. Yep. So I was like, I, I definitely like wish her the best. And I'm like, you, if somebody throwing dirt on my name, send out list, Patty shit, there you go. But there then, you go. New people that come in and probably looking at like what the fuck and start looking at books and all of this stuff and like yeah everything in this water ain't clean yeah exactly and I think that that's what the situation is because if all their hands was truly clean they would have just been like you know what now you can have this shit I got my own family my own situations going on do what you need to hire whoever you need to hire to handle that but you're not gonna keep accusing me but the facts are there's got to be something there. Because otherwise, why wouldn't you just let it go? Yep. And worst case scenario, she, it, like I said, from reading, her children are pretty much set. Um, they have their own trust and all this stuff. So even if she did blow through the money, it was hers to blow through. Yeah. Her kids, like you said, as long as the kids find shit, it is what it is. All right. So let's get to this final story. Bill Cosby, he has been released from federal prison today well from prison today um he was released by the philadelphia supreme court they ruled that due to a deal that he cut back in um, with a former prosecutor he was not able to be prosecuted again so it almost sounded like they were just they were trying to allude to a little bit of double jeopardy but essentially he had a basically the way it shakes out he had already cut a deal as far as his emissions to the assaults and he wasn't supposed to be able to be jailed for those same assaults. So when they retried him, the Supreme court ruled that that went against the deal that he cut. And so therefore that's why he was released in no shape or form. Did it ever say that he wasn't guilty? Um, but, (laughs) But you know, folks, so that's why I wanted to clarify I wanted to clarify what the ruling was. And that's why I say he got out on the technicality. Um, because again, it wasn't that he didn't do it or that he didn't admit to doing it. It was that he had already cut a deal. And that's why he wasn't supposed to be in jail. Um, I my fully, I fully think and hope that what he'll do is he will just, at his 80, 90 year old, whatever, how old he is now, he will tuck his head in, be out of spotlight, the remainder of his life and leave it at that he already Um, made a statement talking about he maintained his innocence (laughs) look look um and then this added me because i love her to pieces felicia rashad she goes in steps in it and she says that finally you know he's free and blah 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 Oh, Felicia, why? I love you so much. Why? And but Janet, to me, Janet Herbert, um, the one who played Will Smith's mom, pretty much summed it up. Yeah. As well, she said, "You could have easily just said, my friend is free, welcome home, and that's it. You didn't have to mention anything about his allegation. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but instead, you had to go and drag yourself into there. And she was like, listen." She was like, you can say what you want to say. She said, that man was doing what they said. She said, when we all, it's the same thing with our kids. She's like, and we all knew about it. 
And we all, she said, we are all guilty in that because we all sat back and we all knew about it. She said, there are still women who didn't even come forward that a lot of us know about who, who you know what I'm saying? Who who yeah. dealt with that. But so to, to, so to pretend like he didn't do the things that they said is just, it's at this point, it's just not given what it's supposed to give. Like y'all, y'all will literally... And this this what lets me know that y'all really don't want to see justice. Y'all just want to be able to do the same thing that white men get away with. And that's just what it is. And if that's the truth, just say that. Stop saying that y'all want justice because y'all don't want justice. Y'all just want to be able to do the same disgusting, dirty shit that white men do and get away with it. That's it. Because every time somebody brings up something, well, what about Harvey Weinstein? What about him? Because old brother being tried and run through the fucking ring. So, what is it? And it's like, I, I don't know if people feel like, oh, it was white women and but I, I I don't know the disconnect, but I don't know. Like, bro, there is nowhere people like, yeah, hey, I knew he was innocent. What the fuck did he say it was in? He was innocent. <laughs> I'm like, this man, the crazy thing that I find about it is, it's not like, let me try to think of somebody in history. Yeah, they trying to act like he started from the beginning and was like, I never raped anybody. He said in his own words. Listen, I gave women drugs. And people even equate that, well, back in the party, you know, people were partying. That's a blurred line if both of y'all are partying and hot. That's not what happened. Bill used to be sober as fuck. Come on now. Talk like, this is not oh, we, we partying, popping pills, and then it's a blurred line because we were both high and drunk. And it's like, at that point, whoever, yeah, raped first. That wasn't it. Bill was literally sober with the old girl, and y'all can talk about, oh, she got a hard face. She looked like a man. Well, that's what he liked. He gave her a Benadryl. Bill didn't pop no Benadryl with her. So I'm like, you cannot have, and again, a lot of y'all daughters and sons are going to be in jail on bullshit because y'all like, well, she didn't take the drugs forcefully. No one has to take drugs by force. It can be by choice. But once they have taken them, sex is off the table. Basically, because they can't give consent. Simple. Right. If they can't, if you can't go on a car dealership, sign a loan, you can't drive, excuse me, none of that, then why are you want to have sex with a person like that? I was like, I don't understand how you want to have sex with a person sober or even drunk. And they fucking passed out like they were like, you know what? Don't even worry about it. Another day. Facts. Facts. It's just one of those situations that boggles my mind that I can't I can't grasp or I can't understand. Like I just black or white, like I just I'm never gonna go up for her someone who rapes folks or someone who molests children and you know what I'm saying like I don't I can't it doesn't even it don't even register in my mind like I don't get it I don't understand y'all celebration of these folks like I would never be celebrating the release of Bill Cosby like who would celebrate that I would just hope that oh his old ass like I said just goes back into obscurity and lives out the end of his last little bits of life like I I'm not gonna celebrate a man who clearly 
took advantage of women you know what i mean because he because he was able to because he had the power to do so and that's what people don't understand about sexual assault it's not about the act it's about the power yeah that's and that's like just making statements about how the women look be like it didn't matter to him it don't matter to a lot of rapists they might choose a certain they may have a certain type but a lot of times again it doesn't go necessarily like oh i raped her because it's beautiful it's some underlying issue mm-hmm. whether it you know they reminded me of this or they was triggered by this it's some underlying issue Absolutely. um I, like i said it's just it's a sad situation and i feel like with these things it's not a difficult thing to pick sides to say okay this is where i stand when it comes down to Bill Cosby, R. Kelly, Harvey Weinstein, it's not hard for me to say this is where I stand. And I'm going to always fucking believe victims. Always. Sexuals? And I'm like, this may have been raping women for decades. Y'all act like some shit just came out because when we get, you know, 30 and 40 or whatever. This man been on his bullshit. Everybody was, in the industry is telling you, hey, he been on this bullshit. And y'all feel that is the thing that too that I can't even grasp too. Like all these people, defi- you have literally, I've seen interviews. Uh, my my girl um, from Blackish, uh, the 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 one who plays the grandma. Damn it, what is her um, name? Shit. Jennifer, Jennifer Lewis. Yes, mm-hmm. Jennifer. She literally did it. Sat on an interview on the Breakfast Club and admitted she felt guilty because she said a young woman came to me and she, you know, and she explained the situation. And said that about Bill, and I didn't, she said, I didn't do anything, or I didn't, you know, consult. And she said, that's a lot of us. She said, a lot of us were complacent in that. We were frozen in that. We didn't say anything. We didn't help anything. We just knew what he was doing behind the scenes, and we didn't do anything about it. So they all felt some guilt or complacency in that. And my thing is, if you have those people who can admit that that shit was going on, then I don't understand why people, again, continually go up for this. Like, it's like, like, it's not based on facts. Like, it's, I don't, I'm confused. <laughs> nobody so has the man didn't do the shit. That's what I understand. Nobody, nobody has come out except for him and his legal team. Nobody else has come out and said he's not guilty or he didn't do it. Right. And even with the legal team, it's like they worded a certain way because I'm like, there's a deposition saying, hey, I did this. And I'm like, we get so stuck on, well, she took the drug. It does not matter. That's where y'all get and y'all, a lot of y'all going to be in jail. And I think a lot of people, when you think about it, even when it comes down to R. Kelly and they they go so hard for their innocence is because they see themselves. Mm-hmm. Be like, this is shit that I fucking done. So if he's guilty of rape, and if I believe he's guilty of rape, and he raped, then damn, I'm a rapist. Yeah, you are. You were 21 years old, sleeping with a 14 year old. Sir, you're a rapist. Or you watched that girl sit at that college party and drink until she was falling down, stumbling drunk, and you took her home and had sex with her. Yes, you are a rapist. Exactly. You got to own your shit. You're guilty of that. Right, plain and fucking simple, and it be like, and it, it does not stop at men because a lot, a lot of trifling women get fucking overlooked because a lot of men think that it's a rite of passage 
or nothing really happened or they don't want to come forward because of the stigma about men can't be rape victims, creeps, pedophiles, rapists, nasty as fuck. So um, I, I like, I, yeah, just for the life of me, I, I don't get it. I'm like, did y'all have to see him do it to believe it? Because he said he did it and y'all still don't believe it. The comedian that called him out saying that he was doing it. That's the reason why the shit blew up again. Like, I, what is it? And I just want to touch on the topic as well. And I think that's what, a, like, I don't agree with a lot of people. And they was like, oh, I can separate the man from the music. And, you know, R. Kelly case, the artist from him. You cannot. There's no such fucking thing because there is no way y'all are separating Heathcliff from Bill. Because a lot of y'all on here, oh, Heathcliff, Heathcliff. That's what y'all see. And Heathcliff, Bill, whatever you want to call him, was worth the win. So there's that. So you're not separating. And you, to be honest, you can't separate the two because Heathcliff enabled him to be a racist. Just like R. Kelly enabled Robert to be a racist. Basically. That's full. That's the truth. You are absolutely correct in it. Ugh, nonetheless, um, we will be dealing, probably dealing with this story for a couple of days, weeks, I don't know, across social media. We'll probably have to see people and their reactions and weird celebrate. Listen, I don't know. I just, like I said, nay weird ass celebrations over shit like that is beyond me. <laughs> Listen, I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm sorry. And half of the people caping for being because they don't even like y'all. Oh, that's the lip. Anywho, all right, so that is all we have for hot topics this week. Let's go ahead and jump quickly into the relationship moment of the week. Alrighty. Um, my question is could you marry someone who has been married and divorced more than once? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't, that's that's not one of, like, the stats that I look at, because sometimes shit just don't work out. Yeah. Sometimes you fall out of love. Sometimes you get married too early, or sometimes you confuse lust for love. Like, there's so many reasons that divorces can happen that I, you know, I wouldn't hold that against somebody because just because, you know, it's just like any other relationship. Just because it didn't work with the other person don't mean it won't work with me I mean now there would be red flags if the reasons that the divorces occurred was oh he was emotionally abusive or he was abusive or he had a history of consistently cheating or you know shit like that now then I'm a you know side eye and be suspect but if it's just that y'all divorced and shit didn't work shit didn't work you know I'm not gonna hold hold you for that but if there's some other shit behind it, then absolutely I'm a side eye your ass. Like, mm, I don't know. You might not be, you might be cut out for this shit. You might not be cut out. What about there such thing as too many in your book that you would be like, yeah, this ain't it cheap. No. Like I said, if, if, if the, if it's legitimate, like it just didn't work. Cause there are, cause listen, there are people out there who, and, and, you know, we can use some, famous um ones like uh what is her name uh, elizabeth 
Taylor. Elizabeth Taylor, who's been married a gajillion times. There are literally people out there who will just marry and marry and marry until they get the outcome that they want. So they feel like they get what, you know, what they've been searching for, what they deserve and et cetera, et cetera. So again, I'm not going to knock anybody for being married a gajillion times because there are people who are literally just in love with love. But if, if, again, if the reasons are suspect, then yeah, I'm side-eyeing. But if it's just, like I said, if you just, if it just didn't work, y'all fell out, y'all still cool, it is what it is, <laughs> then I'm, I'm not going to hold you for that. But if you was cheating and you have a pattern of cheating or you was emotionally abusive or unavailable and sh- shit that I just, in a nutshell, feel like you doesn't work in a marriage type of situation or wouldn't work in a then I'm not going to waste my energy or time if marriage is what I want. What about yourself? I think I I could. Um, I agree with you saying that, like, you know, sometimes people don't work or you might have gotten married when you was 18 and you're a whole different person now that you are, you know, 35, 36, um, that I understand. Um, so I'm not... I wouldn't say I wouldn't knock that. Now I do have a number. Like I feel like if you got too many marriages, we like so some off. Like where y'all discerning it? Um, you know what was the reason? Are you that? Like it would be a red flag. Like are you the issue? Like I need to interview your ex to figure out. Like what is it a common <laughs> thing? Because like why you got all these divorces under your belt? Yeah. And I did see, just bring this up, this is kind of off topic, but it was a lady on like divorce court. I've kind of obsessed with it now. She had been married, I think like four times. And she just basically, like in her case, I understood it would have been her fifth marriage, but she was like, I don't put up with cheating. She was like, the first time you cheat, I leave. So when you think about a lot of men do think that they are entitled to cheat. Like I can definitely see that happening where it's like, Yeah. I can see you being divorced four times if that, you know, there was an issue. A lot of people in marriages, they worked through cheating and she just got on down. So, yeah. Yeah. So that makes sense. I don't have a relationship question. I've really been lacking in this department. I've got to start doing some research (laughs) and finding some relationship questions, but that's okay. Cause we had a pretty long show last week. So this will, this, if we have a short one this week, it won't be too bad. So let's go ahead and move to new music, books, TV, anything in that department for you? I couldn't remember. Nothing for me. I think for TV, the only thing, like I just mentioned, is that I have been going hard on divorce court. Like I just let my YouTube run with episodes. I don't like the new one. Um, I don't even like the new, like the um, the set for the new one. I'm like, nope, don't like it. It's too modern. Like I want the old traditional courtroom looking place. And I love Judge Lynn Toller. Like I like Beverly Ethram as well, but I think for most of the episodes, I was like younger and you had to watch TV with your parents. I already saw those. But yeah, like I'm addicted. Like some of this shit just be, you probably watched it before. A lot of our listeners say, it just be outlandish. You be like, girl, if you don't move on, this man out here, 36, still trying to be a rapper, and he cheating, and he ain't got no job. Girl, move on. Right. You haven't listened to any of the, the new music that came out? No. 
I really haven't. Like, no. I have been on, like, it's not new, but I've been on a gospel music kick lately. Like, I'm not, I don't go to church at all. But I still enjoy gospel music. So I've been on, like, a gospel music kick lately. Again, it has to be old gospel music. I don't like You don't like to do shit? (laughs) I don't like to be like, uh. If I feel like I can rap a little baby verse, I, I don't want to listen to it because I'm a little baby. Like, <laughs> I don't want to think of it. Like, I want to think of Mayor Jackson. Like, I don't want to think like, you know what? Dang, I can see Chris Brown doing a beat playout. No, don't worry about it. <laughs> well, if I get a little like a little twerk, like, yeah, it's like I feel you. Um. All right. Anything else? No, that's all for me. All right. So on my end, um, I haven't checked anything new out. I do have some things that I do have in the works to check out. So um, both Tyler, the creator, and um, Doja Cat released an album. I tend, I'm probably going to take a listen to Doja Cat's Planet Her just to kind of see what's going on there. And then as far as the Tyler, I'm not a huge Tyler, the creator fan, but I've just been hearing too much noise about how good this album is. People are calling it album of the year. And I thought J. Cole's album was incredible. So if they're going up for it over Cole's album, I got to I got to hear it to see compare. Like, so is it really this good? Like, is it really that good? So um, I'm definitely probably going to check that out. I haven't decided in terms of movies, I haven't decided on Fast 9. I'll be completely honest. I'm one of those people who felt like Fast and the Furious should have ended when Paul Walker died because, like, it just felt like it felt like the end. So these last couple of ones, I mean, they've been more action. Obviously, they've been more action-packed, more outrageous stunts. But the heart, the storyline, eh. It don't feel the same. But at the same time, they did bring back one of my favorite characters in Han um, for Fast 9. I enjoyed him. I know a lot of people didn't like Tokyo Drift, but I liked Han. So I may check it out for that. But outside of that, nothing new on my end. And that is all we have for new music, books, TV. Um, No Fallon's rant this week. So let me go ahead and jump into the nerd moment of the week. And again, it's super quick because I only got one thing. And essentially, it's just that all the remaining OG Flash members, so that's Candace Patton, Jesse Martin, Grant Gustin, and what's her face? Daniel Panabaker have all extended their contracts through season eight. So they will be appearing in season eight. I believe Grant Gustin has already signed on through season nine, not 100% sure that um i honestly i'm not sure it'll go to a season nine i feel like it'll go the arrow route and end at season eight but we shall see we'll we'll kind of wait and see how that goes in terms of um that show but i definitely feel like the writing is on the wall i don't think grant enjoys it as much i feel like he wants to do other things so i'm not sure we'll be getting too many more seasons for that one but outside of that that's all i got for the nerd moment of the week Anything else on your end, Fallon Deanne? No, ma'am, that's all for me. All right. So then per usual, we want to thank you guys for tuning in and listening. Make sure you visit the website, prettynerdspodcast.com. That's nerds with a Z. Um, You can give us any type of feedback, your questions, comments. We love them all. And maybe we'll feature some on the show. Thanks, guys. Good night. Good night.